You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on EdinburghNow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Taylor Buffington. Maybe better known to 88.9 listeners as DJ T-Buff. If you're looking for some great music, then do tune into my show on Thursday night from 10pm to 11pm. On my talk breaks, I will inform you about what's happening on Edinburgh's campus, what's happening around town, and a little bit about what's going on in the world. So tune in to my show on Thursday night at 10 to hear DJ T-Buff. Supporters of WFSC include Bonnell's Auto Group, featuring collision services in Erie and Fairview, auto glass replacement and repair in Fairview, auto sales in Erie and Fairview, and full rod shop services and restoration in Fairview. Information on each service is on the web at bonnellsauto.com. Hello. Hello, and welcome to I It Won't Turn Off here on edinburghnow.com. Um, that's where we'll, we are. Yeah, also SoundCloud. Yep, that's probably where you're listening to it through. Yeah. Um, or watching us on YouTube. Hi, people on YouTube. Hi, people on YouTube. See, if you're on YouTube, when you're watching us on YouTube, you can see me wave at you. Trying to I'm doing it right a now. Good place to Britain's trying body. to get into the picture on YouTube as well. But yeah. on today's podcast, we're going to talk about... Games. <laughs> yes, Britain. We're going to talk about games. And, and maybe, maybe some movies. And some movies. But more specifically <laughs> in that, we're going to talk about um, the mysterious Shadow Mewtwo. I thought I saw that. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> well, I'm the, glad because we're going to talk well, about yeah, it. we're going to talk about it. That was really great. <laughs> uh, the Battle of Jakku for Battlefront. Um, we're going to talk some more Twin Peaks. Britain yeah. loves him. Some Twin Peaks. Yeah. This um, is some sad news. Yes. <laughs> the Warcraft teaser. Yeah. Um, and then probably a bunch of miscellaneous stuff in between because that's just how Britain and I do. Yep. Um, so Logan, how was your Tuesday? My Tuesday. Well, and I guess all of Wednesday up until this point. Well but... yeah. Uh pretty good. Uh I was a little busy, but I did officially pre order you're pulling on me there, Britain. I'm sorry. Hitting the mic there. I'm not used to sitting uh, at this angle. See it's different. Um, it's all new, all different. The all new, the all new, all different Britain sitting <laughs> thing. Um, but I I pre-ordered Battlefront yesterday. I broke down and couldn't live knowing I was didn't already have that unlock. So yeah, I did that. I've I was struggling yesterday to decide whether or not I want to pre-order Battlefield or mm-hmm. Fallout Four. Battlefield. Battlefront. Okay. Fallout 4. Um, I mean, I can get more into that later if you want yeah, to continue on with your could. day. I mean, that's pretty much all I oh, had. Okay. That's all I did. Um, for some strange reason, uh, Madden 16 popped up on my Xbox, and I don't know if it's entirely not like it was accidentally shared with that somebody happened, because it was used. That happened with a lot um, of people, actually, with with various games. I've heard yeah. it on Xbox. Um, so I randomly have Madden 16, and I was like, well, crap, it's free, so I'm going to play this. So I played it for a couple of minutes, and I was like, ah, I don't need this. 
and uninstalled it because it installed right onto my hard drive and took up like 19 gigs or something crazy like that. That's weird. It was so weird. I don't know why it happened. Maybe it was Shadow Logan. It was Shadow Logan. Shadow Logan really um, loves Madden. My arch rival, Lily <laughs> Lily Logan, the it's, anti-me. It's um. It's literally just a picture of me upside down. Oh, really? This was a thing that we did at the conference last year. Because I was thinking... Mike made his little profile for the conference, Lily <laughs> Logan, and then took the picture I used and just <laughs> reversed what? it and put it upside down. I was, I was hoping reverse you would initials would be olo olo okay yeah. so like orin lee oxford oxford orin lee oxford orin lee oxford that's the anti me anti logan we have to fight to the that's death. all right well there's the title we already I, figured that out katanas katanas that's how you, you want yeah, to settle my, that I feud my weapon of choice today i've used that twice yeah yeah, yeah. Reference i mean today. usually it's harpoon i'm surprised yeah, you're not having a harpoon, a harpoon off kick i yeah. don't know i Maybe it's because I was disappointed that I didn't get to go as an ornery sea captain that could for be Halloween. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. You know. Oh. You have, yeah. Do you have something? Speaking of the games that we're going to talk about. Okay. I have a note with breaking news note? from last night. <gasps> that we'll get to at that's some point during games. Sports Center. Sorry. I just, that's not it. Oh, is that? Can I read that anyway? This is classes that my friend wants me to take that I don't okay. need, so I'm probably not going to take them. Sorry, mm, Colin. I wouldn't take these. Well, I don't. I don't need them because I already have the prerequisites for. I don't even know what this is. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um. Well, I had a post-it note with mm-hmm. breaking news, and I don't really know what pocket it went in. Do you, you want to keep talking while we're trying okay. to find this? Um. So yeah. So no. I randomly oh. got Madden 16. I well, guess. that's good. And then I uninstalled it because. Because that's what you do. That's what I do. I mean, I don't mind sports games. I, I like, like the, hockey. Yeah, I like the NHL games. Me too. But um, Madden, I don't know. NHL, um, me, I guess. NHL 15 soundtrack got stuck in my head last year, mm-hmm. and whenever I hear any of those songs, I like start convulsing because it would just Fair get enough. it would just get left on to White Lies by mm-hmm. uh, I forget who the artist mm-hmm. is. Yeah, but <laughs> I also Switching. didn't like when I got into Madden, and maybe it's something that I just didn't see from the short amount of time that I actually decided to look at it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um. It didn't look like there was, like, a be a pro mode kind of thing. Well, there's the ultimate team, which kind of takes place of that. Right, which I don't like that. I like when it's like, oh, I'm going to make me, and then here's me in the NFL, or here's me in the NHL, or MLB, Major League Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can do that in the show, the the ultimate MLB game. Yeah, and, like, that's what I want. I want to be like, oh, here's me, and then, look, yay, I got drafted to my favorite team. That's my favorite part. I totally didn't cheat. And do it over and over again until I got the team I wanted. <laughs> That's my Sometimes favorite part of Madden it, games because it's like an RPG, right? And then, yeah. and yeah. then with sports-based gameplay, yeah. it's like Persona with sports instead of Dungeon Persona Crawling. Persona sports. Yeah. That's the new spinoff they need to do. It's gonna happen because they've dancing all night. They have the dungeon oh, yeah. crawly one. They have the dungeon crawly one. They, they have, have Arena, the fighting game. They need a platformer. They need a sports game. Super Persona Brothers. It'll be a crossover. With Tatsuya and Katsuya, the Suo yeah. brothers from Persona 2. See, it yes. works. It, it works. It already it works. works. Anyway, or slash, it'll be a Glover gameplay. Uh, Glover was a game. Glover was a game. I never knew what to do. I mean, I got it, but like half the time, mind you, I was a young child. Mm-hmm. As opposed to an old child like I am now. Did you ever play Cool Spot? 
cool spot? The 7-Up brand platformer where you no. play as the red spot in the 7-Up logo? No. Well, it's a, it's a thing. It was for the Genesis. Well, now I'm going to have to get it. Yeah. Okay. It was a good game. But, Britton, what's your breaking your breaking uh, post-it note? Oh, I mean, it's for games, oh, which okay. we can get into now. Okay. We're going to get into da, games. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. We're in games. So, as of last night, da. through the totally ethical means of data mining, the PC beta of Street Fighter V, the six DLC characters that will be released in 2016 have been discovered. They include Alex, Urian, Guile, Ibuki, Balrog, and Jury. So I'm just happy to have Guile because I want to hear Guile's theme. Yeah, over and over again. Yeah, um, for the rest of my life. Do you remember when there was a um, meme petition oh. to get <laughs> there? Those like petition website that thing petitions.org change.org and it like never does anything but you can make them in there yeah one of them was to change the national anthem to guile scene and i was all for that <laughs> i was like i would love to stand like and now rise for your national anthem <laughs> like i cry every time yeah no offense francis scott key <laughs> i just apologize to somebody that's going to be in the podcast now the video version um because that's a really good song but okay. yeah um alex hasn't been seen in an actual street fighter game and since third strike i mean he's been in tatsunoko versus capcom but that doesn't count um so uh, that'll be cool he's also in the background of the new york city sa- uh, stage so it'll probably be that design of him which is kind of eh. it's not a great design but whatever um urian you know the the classic illuminati based guy mm-hmm. with the agus reflector and all that he gets like i hope they change his outfit so he's not just extremely bronze man with thong right. on because it's not really a super great de- i mean it's a memorable design but True. i would hope he's changed in the time between. i used to dress like that and then i was asked politely not to you bronzed and worn it wore yeah. a thong yeah oh, okay yeah and then guile the classic all-american lieutenant oh yeah um I'm sure that since his best friend, Char- Charlie Nash, is in the game, there'll be yeah. some interesting story thing related there. Ibuki, the ninja, who was in Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 3. Balrog, the boxer, taking the place of Dudley and Jury from Street Fighter 4. Yep. So that'll be cool. Also, um, they announced that the story mode is going to be more like uh, Mortal Kombat. So it's going oh, to be like cool. an actual story, which I'm more connected. really, 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 cool. really excited yeah, for. Yeah. Um, MKX's more, was amazing. It was awesome. I really, I liked Nines too. Yeah. Honestly. Oh I yeah. Thought nine, me too. It, you know, it was. I liked having more of a story element to it. I, mm-hmm. I love when fighting games do that. That oh, it's not yeah. just like, oh, we're fighting because whatever. Yeah. And, and that's one thing. And this is a controversial opinion. Probably at not. My apartment. Uh, it won't be here. I'm sure you'd agree with me 100. percent But I think Smash Brothers needs to do that. I feel like there needs to be a reason they're all fighting. There needs to be, like, specific endings for characters, not just, like, you played as Yoshi, here's a bunch of pictures of Yoshi, and here's a little (laughs) video of Yoshi. I mean, I'm glad Subspace Emissary existed in Brawl. Yeah. Because I feel like it's kind of tied it together a little bit. Yeah, I I wish they would, like, improve on that and do something kind of like Mortal Kombat story. No, I agree. Not, like, in style, obviously. But... You know, have it be like, okay, now this chapter is Link, and mm-hmm. you're going to see him 
doing stuff. I think that'd be a good idea, and I'm yeah. really excited for Street Fighter Five to do that. Yeah, um, no, that's an that's an awesome thing. Be- I'm I'm really glad that yeah that's gonna happen. Me too. Anyway, speaking of okay. 105 games have been added to PlayStation Now, including Resident Evil 4, Ultra Street Fighter 4, Dive Kick, Dead Rising, Proteus, Lost Planet 3, and, like, literally every other Street Fighter game. So yeah. it kind of related a bit, so I wanted to get that out of the way first. Well, there you go. And that's um, also the first player right there. So PlayStation Now is kind of all right. I beta tested it when it was, you know, mm-hmm. in beta. And, I um, tested it when it was, was in beta, yeah. When it, in alpha. <laughs> and, I mean, it works, <laughs> but it's, like, $20 a month, yeah. so... But, I mean, at the same time, you can play as much of these games as you want. So That's cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, if you're into monthly things. Yeah. Though most of the games that are on it, mm-hmm. it's more just, like, so you can play them on PlayStation 4 with mm-hmm. the con- so you don't have to switch back to your PlayStation right. 3. Right, right. It's more about convenience than anything, really. Yeah. Plus, you need a stable internet connection, which is kind of hard to get here mm-hmm. on campus yeah, anyway. Um, you know what's not cool, Britain? What's not cool? Uh, Konami has a, closed its L.A. studio. Rest in pepperoni. Uh, yeah, rest in pepperoni. Uh, Kojima Productions L.A. and have plans to eventually start looking for large-scale investment to create Metal Gear Solid games in the future. So trying to make more Metal Gear Solid games is cool, but closing the L.A. Um, Kojima Productions is not. But remember, Kojima's just on vacation. He's just on vacation. He didn't leave the company. He totally, he he's, totally he's is still gone. Em- he's still employed there and totally is still on vacation and not dead. Don't look behind that counter. So you're saying he's dead now? What? No. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's all. That's all I gotta say about that, though. All right. Just... They're still working on the big boss pachinko slot machine. So yeah, get ready for that. I, I, I can't wait till the sequel Honestly, to that, which is just gonna be Liquid Snake Pachinko game. Oh, oh. Yeah. Whenever you get to different levels, it's just a liquid snake quote. Yeah. Oh, that's all it is. That'd be bad. But um I actually I kinda wanna own the Silent Hill one. Like I wanna I'm buy a it. Psycho Mantis one, that'd be crazy. That'd be interesting. I, I mean, feel like that would be pretty like I don't know how they would do it, but it would be he'd probably he's probably in it. Because, like the thing about Pachinko slot machines is that they're partially video based. Mm. So like you have, like, the Silent Hill 1, for example, you have, like, scenes from Silent Hill 2 and 1 and 3, mm. like, remastered in HD. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they play on the screen while you're, like, pulling the slot machine handle and trying mm. to get the to do, balls like, into the you. things. It's just, it's really weird. And the commercial mm. for it's loud and obnoxious and incredibly confusing. But um, it looks kind of cool. Like, I'm not going to play it, obviously, yeah. and I probably won't be in Japan to try it. But... Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Hearthstone's weekly tavern brawl has switched things up, allowing for co-op play for the first time in Hearthstone history, using pre-built decks to take down a common enemy. Both players, regardless of winning or losing, win a free pack of cards for participating in the mode, which will be available until Monday, November 9th. Cool. Which is cool. I love Hearthstone a lot. Um, so, I mean, the the co-op feature would be cool. It'd be cool if they, like, keep it um, for, like, a different mode, like Two-Headed Giant and Magic. So you can team up with people because you could get some interesting uh, mm-hmm. card combinations and stuff. Right. So that's cool. Hearthstone just continues to be good. Hearthstone just continues to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> you go, Blizzard. There you, you go. go. Um, so, Britain, you know, Pokin tournament. Or Pokin. Pokin. Is Pokken. that how they're saying it? Pokin? Well, okay. Because oh, if you're saying Pokemon, I'd say it's Pokin. 
I'd say it's Pokin because you're saying Pokemon and then Tekken Pokin. But it's the it's the characters from Tekken basically. So it's a, it's like a hard sound. So Tekken. So po. Well, I guess it could be Pokin. I'm saying Pokin. That's fine. Um. Anyway, Pokin. You, you know that game. Pokemon tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to come for the Wii U and it's currently on in arcades in Japan. And is apparently not popular, so they're taking it out of arcades in Japan. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Well, um Shadow Mewtwo yeah. um has been confirmed as the boss challenger in the Wii U version of it, uh which is set to launch um for the Wii U in spring 2016. Good. So, uh, Good. I'm assuming you've gotten a look at I have. Shadow Mewtwo. Uh, what What is your thoughts on his design? Well, Shadow Mewtwo. 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 I guess it's design. I don't think Mewtwo yeah, technically Mewtwo's has not a gendered. gender. Yeah. Mew- Actually, interestingly enough, you know how in the original um, Mewtwo, like the first Pokemon movie. Yeah, the first Pokemon um, movie. We all cried. Don't lie. Yeah. You cried. Mewtwo has a masculine voice. Yeah. In the newer um, Pokemon movie, the Genesect and something or mm-hmm. whatever. It was an atrocious movie, but mm-hmm. um, Mewtwo had a feminine voice, and it wasn't the same Mewtwo as the first one. It was another Mewtwo, implying that Ash is like crossed dimensions or something at some point, because be now there's Mega Evolution. But anyway, he also doesn't age. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mewtwo isn't doesn't have a set gender, but has been represented as both. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. There you go. But anyway, um, Shadow Mewtwo looks really cool. Um, and we saw it mega evolve at one point in the trailer mm-hmm. into the actual shadow form. Right. So that's kind of cool. And I'm wondering if it's going to be brought into the mainline games in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting design mm-hmm. um, from it because to me, Shadow Mewtwo or whatever this mega evolution is... Uh, which I guess it, it is Shadow Mewtwo. They were calling it, like, Dark Mewtwo before, yeah. weren't they? Um, anyway, it looks just like the regular Mewtwo, but, like, a shard of, like, emerald. Or not emerald, because it's, like, I don't know. It's yellowish. Like, this gem just shot out of its yeah. shoulder. Jasper. Jasper. And its tail's glowing. Yeah. Um, I kind of would have liked to see more elements of that changed. Because, right. you know, when you have the Mega Evolutions, like, yeah, they do resemble the Pokemon, but overall the design as a whole is different. Except Mewtwo's the only one that's not like that, though. Mewtwo's overall design is kind of the same for both its Mega Evolutions. Well, yeah, but um, still, they're, it's at least different. Like this, it looks like they literally just took the base of Mewtwo and just, mm-hmm. like, put a gem out of its shoulder and made its tail glow. Well, yeah. But, like, I I feel like its other Mega Evolutions were, like, even though they do still resemble Mewtwo greatly, it's, It's... like, the overall look of it is different. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Um, I don't know. I would would like, I would have liked to see more. I I, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think the starting concept of it, from Mm -hmm. what I've seen, I mean, maybe there is more to it that we couldn't see, because you didn't even see, like, um... Moves it's or anything. Moves. Or well, anything. there were a few, but yeah, it was but mostly just getting much of it, and it's really anywhere. quick too. So it's kind of hard to get all of the yeah. elements. But I'd also, like to see a little more. To also, it. since this is a shadow Pokemon, I'm wondering if it's somehow connected to the um, Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness series, Maybe. because be cool. those were all about shadow Pokemon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that would be interesting. Be I mean, possible. it's probably not, but yeah, it'd be cool if it was. Yeah, I'll get it when it comes out. Oh yeah, I, I fully intend on getting it. Yeah. I like that you have uh, strikers, like yeah. you can call in Jirachi. 
mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, you know what else is cool? What else is cool? What Brandon? a good transition today. You did it. Bethesda created a Skyrim port for Xbox One as a test before development of Fallout 4 began so that the staff could understand the new hardware quickly. Todd Howard said in an interview with Game Informer, however, that people should not, quote, get their hopes up yet on a release of a port for next-gen systems. So the operative word here is yet, meaning Skyrim for Xbox One and PS4 2017. Nice. <laughs> I, I'd be for it. Um... I don't know if I'd get it, though, honestly, because as, as we discussed last time... I wouldn't buy it again. I bought yeah. Skyrim, like, four times. I'm yeah. not doing that again. Well, especially after having it on my PC, it's... As I said, with all the mods and stuff like that, which I guess now modding on consoles is... It's a thing. It's, you know, growing, so you could... I mean, starting with Fallout 4. Yeah, so you could do it, um, but at this point, I think I, I wouldn't get it again. I'm, I'm so used to the mouse and keyboard controls mm-hmm. with Skyrim now. Also, at this point, Skyrim came out four years ago. It did. Like, I, yeah. I've played as much of that game as I think I yeah. need to. And don't get me wrong. I, I love Skyrim. As yeah. I said, it was such an amazing game. It, it took is. up so much no of doubt. my time. But I think we need to stop focusing on doing ports and HD remakes and that stuff for at the current point, gen yeah. consoles. It's no, like, I totally agree. Okay, we need to stop looking at the last generation and start making new things. Yeah. And, I mean, at, at this point, like, most of the new things that are coming out are also on PC. Yeah. So there haven't really, aside from, like, Halo 5 and Bloodborne. Right. Like, there hasn't really been any like, hard-hitting exclusives. Yeah, and that's the thing that's kind of... uh, I was talking about with somebody yesterday, is, like, I understand having a favorite, you know, like, uh, you know, I really like PlayStation over Xbox, or I like Xbox over PlayStation, or you could be that person that picks the Wii U, I guess. I don't know anyone like that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, but we're at the point now, especially between the Xbox One and the PS4... There's very few exclusives. Like, there are exclusives, definitely. I'm not going to say there are. Yeah, no, there are. You you have, as you said, they just had Halo 5. You're going to have Gears 4. Mm -hmm. Um, Uncharted, obviously, for PlayStation. Um, Um, But, like, the exclusivity is getting less and less, and the tech is getting closer and closer together. Yeah. That is to the point of it's, like, almost comical of somebody being like, oh, you have a... You have an Xbox One. How's it feel sucking? I'm like, I basically play the exact same stuff as you. To be fair, like, I th- I feel like the whole console um, war hasn't been as no, dramatic no, as it was between Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah, that was probably the height. It now was it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it it was at the start kind of like, why why would you buy an Xbox One? Yeah, because and, the internet just freaked out over some yeah. of the stuff and. Like, I still to this day think it wasn't as big of a deal as people no, wanted not really. it to be. But. but, I mean, yeah, there are good games on both consoles, but yeah. most of them you can play on Yeah, I have to say, other. too, for me personally, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, I, I grew up, I was a Nintendo kid. I was, like, a hardcore Nintendo fanboy when I was a kid. I'm like, you have a Genesis? Wow. Sucks to suck. Or, Genesis was great. Genesis, no, it, it's, <laughs> it's sweet. Um, but, like... Well, I guess I didn't really rap, rag on anybody with the Genesis. I was a little bit before my time, but um, just as an example. But like, right. even when the, the first the Dreamcast, play, yeah, even when the first PlayStation came out, which is awesome, mm-hmm. um, I had my N sixty four, and I was like, PlayStation, what? Uh, yeah, right, whatever. 
The the first game that I think I ever was jealous of as an exclusive was Kingdom Hearts. Good. Um, you should be. Yeah, and like that was the one that hurt me because I had my GameCube, which people rag on the GameCube, but I liked the GameCube. Yeah, GameCube was good. I had good. a lot of fun with the GameCube. Yeah. So I'm sitting over there, you know, playing Wind Waker, and then uh, I saw the Kingdom Hearts. The sweet tones of Utada Hikaru's Simple and Clean. Yeah. Uh, coming from a PlayStation 2. So I saw Kingdom Hearts and I was like, what is yeah. that? But now, you know, so that used to be like the exclusive that like hurt me. Because like I know for some people probably, so I went from Nintendo and I'm still a Nintendo fan. I have a Wii U. I've had every Nintendo console. I have too. Um, I mean, well, we had an NES one really young so i guess i have had all of them yeah well not the virtual boy but no i never had a virtual boy anyway um (laughs) very few people did um anyway but um i went from that then i picked xbox on that because i i I do really like microsoft in general um maybe that's a controversial opinion now but anyway um not in here uh so um yeah, so that Kingdom Hearts was always like this thorn in my side of like I want that game. Yeah, I want to play that. Well, game. now you can play and three. now you can with um, three, three. So Which on both of speaking of three, mm-hmm. um, on Monday, Monday, um, Square Enix and Disney held their D twenty three event, mm-hmm. um, in which there were. There was like a big screening of two Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers mm-hmm. and well not just Kingdom Hearts 3 it was Kingdom Hearts 3 as well as the 2.8 collection um and live music and some like showing off of new merchandise and stuff. Um there are, hasn't been the a like official release of these trailers yet which was supposed to happen last night but it didn't. Um but there were talks of an Inside Out world mm-hmm. um cool. off the new Pixar movie. And um, some new content for uh, the um, the remake. I guess it's a full remake of uh, Dream Drop Distance, which comes in the 2.8 right. thingy. So, I mean, there's definitely going to be more information soon as those trailers come out. Um, I know one of them has, like, an extended look at all the worlds that were featured in the E3 trailer, um, as well as a... Uh, reunion of some of the main characters that we'll be seeing in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3. So okay. when those trailers come out, um, I'm sure we'll be talking about them. If they're yeah. up by Friday, I'll talk about them on Friday. Yeah. But I'm excited about the uh, the uh, Big Hero 6. Yeah, the, I am that's gonna be so, cool. so excited. I really like yeah. Big Hero 6. And um, I, I know this isn't anywhere close to, like, Kingdom Hearts isn't anywhere on this docket, just so you guys know. <laughs> no, but I actually, but, I was gonna add it. Um, okay, cool. Add it um, in. But I want to know your opinion on this because I might have a potential controversial opinion. Um, what are your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts in regards to things like the Marvel Cinematic Universe okay. and Star Wars? Star Wars, I want in. I really, really, really would like there to be a Star yeah. Wars crossover. I am the exact opposite. This might be the first time we argue in here. Um, however, throwdown. with Marvel stuff, I don't think that that's... Right. Exactly. Going that it, it just it doesn't. There's way too much there for it to make a cohesive world. I feel like right. in the Kingdom Hearts universe. I mean, it, if if they did anything, it would just be like them just going with the Avengers to Earth. Yeah. And there'll be in New York. Yeah. And that that isn't exactly yeah. how Kingdom Hearts works. Right. However, with Star Wars, like that could make sense, and you know, like 
Mickey and the rest of the Disney characters have been in Star Wars crossover things before, so those right. designs exist, and I feel like it would fit right. um, thematically, you know, the light and dark and mm-hmm. Jedi and Sith and all that. And since the new movie is coming out, it would kind of make sense for there to be a tie-in, specifically because Kingdom Hearts 3 is taking more of a um, modern approach to the worlds that are being mm-hmm. offered. So there's Inside Out, there's Tangled, there's Frozen, there's right. um, Big Hero 6, and all of these are relatively recent Pixar Disney right. properties. Yeah. So, I mean, I I really would like to see Star Wars. Okay. Counterpoint? So, yeah, go ahead. Counterpoint. Okay. See, for me, I I can understand the appeal, and I and I understand why people want Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts. You know, it would be fun to do that. It would be cool, you know, the design-wise to see, you know, like I've seen so many designs of like a lightsaber, keyblade. Yeah. But for me, what I don't like when, you know, you play Kingdom Hearts and I've gone back and I looked at it and I really stopped and thought about just how it would feel in Star Wars and and what I don't like, and I think it adds to, I don't know about you, but the Pirates of the Caribbean level. Oh, I didn't like that. I think I thought it felt super awkward. It did. No, it was. Because it's just like you had Barbosa and, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to take the gold and do this. And then, like, Donald Duck walks up, and no one's like, why is there a giant duck here? And, I mean, they... Like, they, I mean, I guess in retrospect, none of the other movies that probably would fit either. But it makes a little no. more sense when it's, like, it, Aladdin and you see Donald Duck rather yeah. than, like... So there's that, but also the element that I don't like is, you know, the theme throughout Kingdom Hearts is, like, friendship and, mm-hmm. you know, like, this kind of stuff. And that's something that, like... I don't fully see mashing super well with Star right. Wars just because it's never like we blew up the Death Star because we had our buddies. Well, that's the and I'm like, it just would feel weird. I have a counterpoint to a counterpoint. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3's theme is specifically light versus dark, right? Not Which, friendship. Yeah. yeah. And um, if that's what they're gonna do, if it's not like how the other games like yeah there there will be a lot of dumb friendship like we did this because of the power of heart and the fact that Sora is special and can house other like it's the whole plot of kingdom hearts is really confusing and it's just like when you play all the games it's not that confusing but when you try to explain it to someone it doesn't make any sense but i feel like i agree with you if if kingdom hearts were to try and take a realistic approach and go into the grounded film version of Star Wars, it wouldn't yeah. make much sense because that's how I felt about Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. If they but would if do they were to do the animated series... Yeah, if they would do like Rebels or... Rebels would work. Clone Wars. I could see that. I could totally... Yeah. That I think I could see fitting. No, I just... I, I definitely agree with you, but I feel like they... Which is why I don't really understand... Or not understand, but I don't think they would do mainline Marvel... Because right. that's all very realistic so it's now. it's the same thing. As yeah. I wouldn't want, you know, Sora to run up and be like, hey, Tony Stark, we need to fight the Heartless. And he's just like, Goofy and Donald walks up and Tony Stark's just like, okay. You know, like, you would yeah. need it to be like... It would, it would feel weird. What is... What is... Why? Why and is this happening? The the art direction of Kingdom Hearts 3 is very, yeah. very Pixar in inspiration. Yeah. And you can tell just by seeing the renders from the characters and that's that we've a, seen that's so far. that's another thing that I think about it is there is so much more with just even Pixar alone yeah. that they, they should cover before... You know, they go into Two now, branches, you know, Star yeah. Wars, Marvel, some of the, you know, even the Muppets, I guess, if you want to go that. Some of the yeah. new 
fringe franchises that Disney's got its hands on because, you know, they, they haven't done a Toy Story one. Like, just right. stop and think about that. There they was Toy Story um, or Jungle Book. Or like I know there was the Jungle Book level that they originally yeah had there was a Jungle Book up. level there were there's um, a lot more Disney <clears throat> strictly Disney and Pixar franchises that they need to explore right. I think before they go to yeah them. and I could see maybe for four I mean the reason they're like, they're interact they have so many Pixar things now is because they've um, kind of incorporated the uh, Disney studios right not just like right. Disney properties and Disney Studios has also has Pixar now and all that and um. They're trying to incorporate old, like, not... They're trying to get a good mix of new franchises Mm -hmm. so that newer people who didn't start the series... Because the series is, like, 15 years old now. Oh, yeah. So not everyone who would be interested in playing it now was there at the start. That's true. So they have the newer properties to get new people interested. But then they're also trying... Or from what I've heard, um, there are actors that have been kind of confirmed to be in the game including you know people from treasure planet people from atlantis Mm -hmm. um people from the disney movies that no one really remembers yeah and i think it would be cool to have that kind of mix in with the new stuff i mean i don't care that there's a frozen world i'd kind of prefer it if there wasn't a frozen world because i don't really like frozen that much but i get why it's there yeah and i'll suffer through it just like atlantica (laughs) <laughs> the sing song version. I mean, I love Little Mermaid, but I that no, that was I weird. I do not ever want to go back to Atlantica. Yeah, but anyway, I guess kind of loosely on the subject of Star Wars. Uh, um, yeah, Walt that was that was a long that was a long rant. Uh, we probably could talk about Kingdom Hearts a lot more. I've had, I could. I've had long discussions <laughs> about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the Battle of Jakku um, teaser for Battlefront was released, showing off um, makings. Of the large battle that happened before the Force Awakens. Yep. So, so that go ahead. you can you go. Okay. Ahead. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, Jakku, um, in, in the trailers that you've seen for Star Wars, I think a lot of people, unless you know, like I've everybody I've watched with, I like make sure that they know. I'm like, whatever. Um, I think some people think like, oh, that's Tatooine. No, it's, it's Tatooine. not. It's Jakku. And that's what like when you saw the first teaser with Finn and he popped up in a desert you're like oh they're on Tatooine that's Jakku yeah that whole thing that's a different planet so where you see um Rey and all those kind of stuff that's all Jakku so that's where it's going to take place in Battlefront I think that's really cool yep so it'll probably hopefully explain why that giant star destroyer is just there yeah and stuff like that which yeah I'm excited for it um Battlefront I it's every day getting a bit more closer to what i want to buy rather than fallout 4 right but i i don't know the, on, the only thing that i'm still that still bothers me about battlefront is not that we're still yet without a confirmation of like a single player single player exactly exactly mode because i understand it's become popular now i mean especially games like titanfall and um you evolve. know i guess if you want to go evolve that kind of stuff too that's just five dollars right now okay <laughs> that are literally only multiplayer games yeah I understand if that's where they go with it. I think the game would just be ten times better if you had... Multiplayer was still a huge focus of it. Right. Because it has to be. It always has been for Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Battlefront always has been very multiplayer-driven. But if you d- exclude a single-player mode entirely, I think you're going to miss out. Yeah, and I, I would like a confirmation of that before I decide to buy it. Yeah, I mean, I bought it just because... Even if they don't have it, you're I'm going to buy it, it just because... Right. 
it's Star Wars and and I'll get it eventually. It's just right now. And the beta was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, it right right now it's more like what do I know I'll be able to play? Because I don't know when I'll have access to the internet. I don't know when right. it'll be working. So like, if there's no story, then I kind of want to hold off until I'm back yeah, home because, to yeah. get Battlefront. Yeah, because if it's only multiplayer and your internet's not doing so well, then you know what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's that. I get what you're saying. So, all right. Speaking of multiplayer, mm-hmm. I, that was th- loosely based. Was the right. Jackbox Party Pack has been announced to come out November sixth as part of a partnership between Jackbox Games and Telltale. The pack, which will be on sale for thirty dollars physical or twenty five dollars digital copy, will include You Don't Know Jack twenty fifteen, Fibbage XL, Drawful, Word Spud, and Lie Swatter. So. The Jackbox games are really fun to play yeah. with parties, and a lot of them are based off, you know, like, normal tabletop games like Apples to Apples or yeah. Scrabble and stuff, but they're just, they're really fun to play with people, and um, You Don't Know Jack is a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I saw they, uh, I think Polygon did a video when Mario Maker came out where they had a bunch of different developers from different things mm-hmm. make Mario levels, and You Don't Know Jack did one. I mean, I mean the Jackbox um, crew. Game, crew, <laughs> a developer from Jackbox made one, and it was just exactly what you expect from yeah. Jackbox. It was it was goofy. It was it was fun. It was pretty cool. Yep. So that's that for games. Yeah. So that's that's games. Um, and as always, we're gonna take a little break because we talked a lot about games. We did talk a lot. And then we'll be back with some TV stuff. So stay tuned. Hold on to your socks. You want to listen to our station but you live under a rock or in a bog? Well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSC, it's right there on the front page. WFSC is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza right off of Garrow Road next to Norman's Pizza. More information is at 814-734-2700 or online at rentedinburgh.com. It's Thursday. The weekend is so close yet so far away. What can you do to make it more fun? By listening to the Mitchell Mixer, of course. Each week, DJ Betty Mitchell will bring you the best rocket hits while also providing some news, music trivia, and some motivation for the semester. The Mitchell Mixer, Thursdays at 4 on WFSE 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. So we're back um, after further Kingdom Hearts discussion during the break. Uh, it's just apparently what we're on today, but now we're it's going fine. to TV. It's fine. Yeah. You know what's not fine? What's not? The fact that Twin Peaks has been delayed until 2017, according to the CBS chief, Leslie Moonves. Moons. Moons. I mean, it's Moons. disappointing, but it's kind of been in like development it's, heck for... Yeah, It's disappointing, but at the same time... I'm hoping that means they're really focusing on making, making it good. good. Yeah. So if, if they that's keep adding is, people to the cast yeah. and like they've been filming it in Washington yeah. for like a month at this point. Yeah. But oh well. Plus there's a lot of stuff going on with you know like David Lynch and Mark Frost being involved and right. it's taken a while. So I mean it'll be written yeah. by Lindelof. <laughs> so it'll start off really well and then not have any clue how to finish it. Yeah, well hey. Brent, uh, you're going to have to talk about this next one because I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, you just... All right. One Punch Man. 
Okay. Have you heard of One Punch Man? I have not. All right. One Punch Man was a comic. Okay. A web comic on the internet. Okay. And then it was made into a manga. Okay. By Yusuke Murata. A mango. Who wrote and drew Eye Shield 21, okay. which is this really, really, really well-drawn football, futuristic football manga. Okay. And that manga has now been adapted into an anime that started a few weeks ago. One Punch Man is a story of a guy named Saitama. He's a completely normal guy. Yeah, as you you are. And he just wanted to go to the grocery store because stuff was on sale. Right. But then, aliens. Okay. And he got his butt kicked. Okay. So then he trained every day for like a year. Did he ever get to go to the grocery store? Now he's the strongest human on the planet and can beat anything in one punch. Did he ever get to go yes. to the grocery? Okay. Yeah. So he got his groceries. So his grocery list was completed. Yeah. So the whole story is him fighting increasingly large things. Okay. That he can just beat with one punch. Okay. It's really awesome. Uh, okay, I'm in. And he has a he has a partner that's a robot that's kind of like Iron Man esque. But like more like a cyborg. Okay. And um, it's great. Cyborg man. And check it out. The Iron Cyborg Man. If you hadn't checked out One Punch I'm Man, I'm about to check it out. Check. I'm, I'm just really concerned if he ever got his groceries. And you said he did, but yeah, I want, yeah, that like happened. visual confirmation. I mean. Okay. Yeah. 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 Movies. <laughs> <laughs> One in doubt. Just say the name of the next section. Uh, so Liam Neeson. Um, formerly of Taken High. Formerly of Taken High. <laughs> We're still sticking to it. Liam Neeson is set to star in a new Watergate thriller titled Felt, Felt, telling the story of Mark Felt, the FBI agent who helped expose the scandal to the public. The film is being written and directed by Peter Landsman. Yep. Landsman. He Landsman. directed something else. I think it was like uh, a football. The name's familiar. It was a football thing. The football's movies. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. that's cool. Go Liam Neeson. So, sure. you're saying Liam Neeson yeah. will find Nixon, but he won't kill him. He'll just expose him. Yeah. Yeah. His involvement. In I mean, game. Mark felt was deep throat, yeah. So. Yeah. so. Yeah. So, he's deep throat. Yeah. Yeah. Deep toot. Deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sci-fi is getting into the feature film business to produce Ooh. theatrically released D-tier movies that they can later air on their channel. Oh, boy. I added the D-tier part that wasn't in the press release. I mean, it's implied. The first movie is set to be a science fiction thriller called 400 Days that will release in January featuring Dane Cook. Oh, God. So it'll be good. No, it won't. Can't wait. Why? <sighs> phone's ringing. Uh, phone's ringing. So we're taking a break. BRB. We're back to okay. rise. The, the phone stopped. But All right. anyway, um, so long story short, sci-fi is going to make probably pretty bad movies that you can see in theaters. Yeah, you can now pay $12 to see in theaters. So you're saying probably the next Sharknado might come to Sharknado a theater. Sharknado 3, you. which means it'll have a budget. Well, that's at least means it'll be a decent. <laughs> um, Get Spielberg on it. It'll be Jaws, whatever. Okay, Jaws 4 was real, right? So Jaws 5? Yeah. We're getting close to the prediction Jaws. made. There's Jaws. Still, there's he'll do more. Jaws five, which is Jaws five, Sharknado three crossover. 
Yeah. It's the it's yeah. That makes sense. Jaws' family. Um, is the name of the shark even Jaws? I don't think it has a name. Technically, the name of the Ivan machine. Ivan Sharkovsky. Ivan Sharkovsky. Technically, the name of the machine that was the shark in those movies was called Bruce. Oh. And that's why Bruce, the great white shark in Finding Nemo, was named Bruce. That makes sense. Full circle. Uh, anyway, completely different. Nothing related to sharks. Well, maybe. Probably not. Um, Warcraft. The Warcraft teaser trailer for the, was released. The, the the teaser for the trailer that yeah, comes out on Friday. Yeah, the teaser for the trailer. I love that that's a it thing looks now. Good. I love that that's a thing where it'll be like, yeah, there's gonna be a trailer on Friday. I know games have been doing that for a yeah, while, no, been doing but that. now movies are doing it, yeah, and that's upsetting. But um, yeah, I agree, Brendan. It looks it good. Looks I think it looks really, very, really very good. good. As I said, I've I've never really played World of Warcraft. Um, now's the chance. Now's your time to jump in. You can read all the novels. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but I I'm, I'm I might go to the I might go to the movie. It looks like it's I'm gonna, gonna go be to the good. movie. Yeah. I'll review the movie. Okay. There you go. Um. I'm locking it in now. You lock I'm it in. Gonna review this for the spectator. Okay. So yeah, Warcraft looks good. It was also, I mean, it's the first like actual moving footage we've seen of it. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my tooth pierced for the yeah. premiere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I think I get this canine to. Yeah. Be much longer. I'm gonna get a set of orc fangs. Yeah. And just pierce one. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Well, pierce it twice. Pierce it twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck with the transition from what we just said to the next one, Britain. Don't just just say it. Don't don't try to make it. Might, it'll come off as insulting. According to AV Club, there's a new movement of the sport of Mark Hamill and John Boyga to get terminally ill Star Wars fan Daniel Fleetwood to see the Force unleashed early. The movement is called Force for Daniel, and there's currently a GoFundMe page for his medical bills that have been set up by his wife. To show support, tweet hashtag Force for Daniel. It's worth noting that J.J. Abrams allowed an ill Star Trek fan to see an early cut of Into Darkness before it came out. So, I mean, it would be really cool. I'm I'm in huge support of this. I don't see any reason why he can't see it early. You know, as you mentioned in there, he did it for Into Darkness. Um... I know there's a lot of secrets, a lot of, you know, like yeah. behind the curtain type stuff they probably don't want out. But, but you know, you know, we're we're about a month away yeah. from Star Wars at this point. And the I mean, guy's terminally ill. I mean, you don't yeah, I hate to sound pessimistic, but you don't know how long this guy might last. Well, exactly. That's why the that's why this so, movement is happening. And and it's kind of it's <laughs> I don't want to say heartbreaking, but kind of I've I've followed this and there's a I've seen a ton of pictures of him and it's not just like he's a casual, you know, like oh yeah I like Star Wars I just want to see it early you know whatever it's like every picture I've seen of him he's wearing a Star Wars shirt he has like yeah. Star Wars posters all over his like house and that kind of stuff, and when Mark Hamill and John Boya are behind it, Boyga, Boy Boyga yeah I don't know why anyway, um, you know that's two stars of the movie itself. Especially Mark Hamill, if he's yeah. the big secret reveal kind of thing that they've been hiding this whole time. If he's like, let him see it. Yeah. Let him see yeah. it. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you if you really want him to sign some kind of contract saying he's not allowed to reveal any secrets. I mean, I don't even know if it's ultimately up to JJ, but well, I'm not saying uh, I'm sure he JJ has, specifically. He has some but, power. Yeah, but I'm saying like the yeah. studio or whoever. You yeah. know, if I, I think it would just be really heartbreaking if they didn't, and then he didn't get to see it. Like and, I mean, that would make the studio just look so terrible. And now that it's Disney, like that's what they do. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping this works. Yeah. Um, I'm in full support of Me it. Too. So force for Daniel. 
There you go. All right. Um, in comics, there's not really anything, but I wanted to plug a thing. Plug a thing. I want to plug a thing. You plug away, Britain. Um, my friend Kira has started a webcomic called Spectarum about a guy who's almost nearly dead. And, um, like, they have to kind of deal with the fact that they can see ghosts and do a bunch of things that normal people can't. And, um, they're one right there. Yeah, there's one right there. Behind um, So the story, their aunt died, and now they've inherited this house that used to belong to her. And um, I've been making faces. There's a ghost that's yeah. been living there for the past six months. Okay. So it's, you know, wacky. Not, cool. not necessarily wacky misadventures, wacky. but there's, you know, tension and stuff building. It's in the first chapter now, um, but you can find it at spectarumcomic.tumblr.com. Mm. You know what I found today in kind of our random ramblings that we go through even when we're not on the podcast um, that I didn't know was a comic now that I guess we're in comics? Um, there is a series of comics that is Jason versus Jason X. Yeah. And I did not know that was a thing, and I'm really confused because I was 97,000% sure that Jason X was still the same Jason so is it? Did he like go back in time to fight himself, which I, doesn't make any sense? I, I mean, I haven't read the comics. I tried so I looking know. into it a bit more during ethics, because that class is totally worth it, and you need it to be a journalism major in Edinburgh. Um, yeah. I was I was looking, you know, through the the Friday the Thirteenth mythos, as mm-hmm. it were, and saw that that was a thing, and like it's canon. Yeah. So it it's ha- canon. It happened. So it's canon that. Jason X fights Jason. Yeah, I also saw something else, and I don't know if it was a real thing, but it was one of the. I, it might have just been a fan made thing that I thought was actually a pretty decent matchup. I'm a sucker for like who would win in a fight type yeah. things in general. Um, I love those. I always have. Yeah, they're good. Um, and it was Jason X versus Predator. I was like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, Jason X at the end is like a cyborg. Yeah, he gets oh, upgraded. Okay. What? Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think that'd be cool. But anyway, that that was my comic book contribution today. Well, is good. That Thank I you so found much. that. I also really like kind of goofy crossovers like that. Yeah, they're fun. They're some of they're some of my favorite. Archie and Archie Predator is Predator. my favorite that has um, ever existed. I think I've always wanted to read the Star Trek um, X Men crossover. That did well. happen, didn't that it? That did happen. Yep. The Mega Man Sonic one was interesting. Oh yeah, that was published that by Archie. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Kirk tries to hook up with Jean Grey, and she's like, "No, I've got a husband." <laughs> that but I think, sense. in that at that time, she was married to Cyclops. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah, but so was there any like random miscellaneous things you wanted to talk about? Let me think. I'm sure there is. Um, hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything? I don't really have anything. Hmm. I thought I saw something I wanted to talk about. Um, well, why don't you do some plugs, Britain? All right. And I'll then, plug some things. Uh, while you're plugging, if I think of something, I'll All jump right. in. So, like always, our Facebook is facebook.com slash IWTO podcast. There you can find all of our links to everything, including the SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash Edinburgh Now, as well as our YouTube, which you can find by searching It Won't Turn Off with an exclamation point. 
in the YouTube channel search. You can also, like I said, find it on our Facebook where I post everything. I'm just waving. Um, more, more video exclusive content. Yeah. So everything gets posted on the Facebook. It's kind of the hub for all of our everything. Um, so if you want to know what's going on with us, as well as the podcast, when things are coming out, when videos are coming out, oh. check the Facebook. This is something that we don't have to go into um, hugely, but this was something that I remembered I did want to talk about. Okay. Um, um, they announced today um, that Disney, from like some of its merchandising and that kind of stuff, for oh yeah, yeah. new yeah. new um, past stuff that they are removing the uh, they're retiring the Princess Leia slave Leia metal bikini yeah um, from merchandise and stuff like that. So they're not going to continue pushing that out. Um, That's fine with me, honestly. Uh, I I get it. Um, I understand, you know, the message there. Uh, definitely, it's not supposed. To, it's, I mean, oh, it's kind of. It's a sexist costume. It is, but, yeah. and it was, and it was. But I, I think at the same time, it's. I know the intention of why they did it in the movie itself was probably not like in the movie itself, but like why they did it for the film was probably just for sex appeal. Yeah, um, and it has been like this epitome of nerdy sexuality i guess yeah for a while um but at the same time it's like it made sense because it kind of showed that jabba was you know a scumbag yeah so i mean it wasn't like they're like leia just was like this is what i'm wearing now no because then it would have been empowering then it would have been an empowering thing but um anyway i mean i I get it i understand why they're not doing it anymore yeah Uh, it's just an interesting I mean, at the thing. At, at this point in time, like it, I think it's been long enough since that costume happened that we can kind of move on and start embracing the new Leia design and the new Leia mm-hmm. outfits and stuff. Um, I mean, Carrie Fisher her said herself has told um, uh, Daisy Ridley to you know not let herself be that kind of object that mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher ended up being yeah. at the end of that movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean it, it. It it makes sense. I'm not as upset about it as some people yeah. are, but like I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not like raging over it. I just yeah, think, um, like it. It's an iconic costume, yeah. but I don't think it's it's one that it doesn't needs need to be, to be pu- like. Especially now with the movies going forward, I don't know why they need to like keep pushing it out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, don't don't I guess try and hide it from existing before either, but. Yeah, no, don't just don't make a new cut of the movie in which yeah, she's wearing something else, George yeah. Lucas. Yeah, um, please don't. I don't know if he has the right to do that anymore. No, he doesn't. Um, but also, yeah. I just saw here when I was going through to check out, because I remember seeing it, um, They Microsoft began testing uh, Cortana um, publicly for iOS, oh, cool. uh, too. So I guess a select number of people will be able to get it. On there, and I assume nice. Cortana and Siri will just fight each other. Argue. Do it and then Cortana will become rampant and become the villain. Yeah, and then you'll have to go find her. Again. Again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. I want it, because they're, uh, they're doing it for Android, too. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's available for public testing for Android right now. Probably not. Uh, I mean, it not. only just came to Windows 10, or, yeah. like, the Windows 10 phones. Yeah. Um... Oh, hmm. uh, but maybe, maybe not, because I also just saw here Google's vice president of design says that Windows 10 looks out, looks and feels outdated. Cool. So maybe not after 
dropping some heat like that. Well, I hope that we don't look and feel outdated. I, I do. That's a podcast. Oh. Britain, that got sad. No. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I hope not because I like Cortana. She's kind of fun. Yeah, Cortana's fine. Um, she tells me when things are going on. She always kind of activates on my computer despite me not having a mic plugged in, which is kind of yeah. weird and confusing and kind of scary. Yeah. But, but I mean, hey, she's an AI. Going on. Yeah, I want, I want Cortana on my phone. Yeah. Especially if it syncs with my computer at home. That would be useful, yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, so that's that's the miscellaneous stuff that we found. Yeah. So, uh, so let's re- some... well, let's replug you everything. Re-plug? Yeah. All right. So we'll just do it quick. We won't do the full spiel. Facebook. Uh, Facebook. dot com forward slash i w t o podcast. Uh, our SoundCloud is SoundCloud dot com forward slash Edinburgh now. On YouTube, search it won't turn off with an yep. exclamation point. You'll find us there. We're also on edinburghnow.com under the art section. Yes. We are. And if you go to the SoundCloud, our new, newly redesigned SoundCloud page as of a few hours ago. Britain organized the podcast Um, um, between us and the morning after into playlists. So if you want to binge listen to the morning after or to us, which I'm sure that's in high demand for all of you. Definitely, uh, you can do that. Like tw- almost twenty-two hours worth of us talking. On yeah, we're SoundCloud, getting to the point so. where you could listen to us for a full day. I wouldn't recommend. I really wouldn't recommend. I would recommend it. Please I, do. If you do it, one of I, two specialists. If you recommend. listen to us for twenty-four hours, I feel like we have to give them a prize. Like I, I okay. would find a yeah. prize to give to you. If, like if I, I if there was something. proof that you watched it the full twenty, listen the full twenty-four hours. Yeah, like take a screenshot of each one, like time signatures and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, that'd be easy to cheese. Yeah. I don't know how we'd figure out trivia, the Trivia, really intense trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That right. we would have to look back to that see what we, we would have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. That so, wraps it up for episode so, 22 of It Won't Turn Off. Thank you for listening. And then the music's going to come in. At this dun, 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 dun. I love our little... by John's Wadwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswadwoodpizza.com. What's up, country fans? This is DJ T. Waltz. You're listening to 88.9 WFSC Fighting Scots Radio. I'm your host of the Stars and Bars, America's Top Country. I'll be playing the classic country music from the King George Strait all the way up to the modern-day cowboys that you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. to hear America's favorite country music. You get tongue-tied, man. You get nervous. I get nervous. I get the heebie-jeebies.